0: Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. Welcome back to the FinTech Five. In each episode, I speak with FinTech founders, innovators, and basically people I think are cool. Today, I'm thrilled to actually be with a good friend of mine in virtual reality and I think we've met maybe once or twice at a conference somewhere in the world. I'm with James Wester from IDC. James, how are you? I'm doing well. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. For All this. right. Five minutes. We're going to jump right in. Um, dive into the questions. So the clock starts now. All right. Can you define your role a little bit at IDC?
1: I am a payment analyst. A payment analyst is one of those people who goes out and as an industry analyst, looks at cool technology. The stuff that's actually going to change and shape industries. I follow financial technology in the payment space. So that is my role. I get to look at really cool technology and tell people about it. So, Not a bad gig.
0: Yeah, let's get to the good stuff. What's the most overhyped
1: thing in payments right now? Oh, gosh, that's a long list. I would have to say probably, <laughs> you know, honestly, the entire idea of FinTech, as much as I like the concept of financial technology, but the whole idea that FinTech as a disruptive um, offshoot of where we are in financial technology I think has been way overhyped uh, to the point where I think we've got a lot of companies now that are coming up that haven't even demonstrated they're a product much less a company and I think that we are coming to the point now where we're realizing that that has been overhyped and I think we're beginning to see that now the the banking system itself is saying this will be a good part of what we do it is not separate from what we do
0: yeah we're real good at shooting ourselves in the foot aren't we, we really yeah. are, we especially really are. Um, analysts we do a wonderful job Um, I'm lumping myself kind of, sort of in that. But the reason um, I like James, and you should follow him on on Twitter, um, he's of the camp of common sense. Um, I think Ron Shevlin, Dave Birch, a couple others fit in that camp too, where how, how would you find disruption? I hate that term. God, I hate that term. But how would you define it in, in what we do?
1: Well, it's funny is when I hear people talk about disruptors being disruptive, I, I'm, I, I usually think back to when I was in third grade and I was a hyperactive kid and was called disruptive, and it wasn't necessarily a good thing. I think that being disruptive in the banking space does mean that you're actually disintermediating some of the parts of what banks do. Um, I think the sort of uh, interesting secret about what's going on is that banks aren't sad to see some of that stuff go away. Since a lot of DDAs, I think it's something like 50% of all the main deposit accounts are unprofitable for banks anyway, losing some of those channels probably won't be a bad thing for those banks. They want to get back to what they do. Um, and, and I think, though, that we will see a, a quote-unquote, disruption of the way that we bank, and it will be an interesting thing, but I don't know that it's going to be the wholesale disruption that, say, when I was interrupting a third-grade class. Uh, it's not going to be quite that bad.
0: So who's the so going to the classroom analogy? We both have kids, so um, that's a good analogy, by the way. Uh, I have a 10-year-old son. I learned all about disruption <laughs> every day. So if you were to pick the one kid in the class that you look at and go, "Yeah, that's going to be something." Who would it be right now? Uh,
1: you know, up, um, uh, it, it, it's almost disappointing that I can't come up with something, I think, a little bit more original. But I do think that blockchain offers some interesting stuff. Yeah, it does, doesn't and it? it? It really is. does. And, and I want to, you know, come up with something more creative, something that nobody's heard of. But I think that blockchain, what's interesting about it is we don't really know exactly where it yeah. fits just yet. And that's where I think the, um, the true potential for it is still unknown. We're kind of coloring in the space a little bit, but we just now know what the contours are about where it will will be going. And uh, that's where I think there is some some real interesting disruption there. Isn't it interesting
0: that coming out of that whole cryptocurrency, the Bitcoin movement, and and I know I probably have some good conversations with you. I won't (laughs) call them arguments with other people um, because James and I think the same way, but um, conversations with enthusiasts um, online a couple times. But out of that, I, I agree completely. I look at blockchain and go, oh, yeah. There's, we're going to uh, pull the covers back on a couple things and go okay. yeah.
1: And what I think is really cool about the whole idea, though, is one, one of the things that is sort of difficult for a lot of people coming into the space and looking at it as really exciting and disruptive and, you know, so uh, all this motion that's going on is the payments themselves are actually really dull and they're supposed to be. I, I like to say that, that um, boring in payments isn't a bug, it's a feature. We want it to be that way. And I think that with blockchain, what's going to be interesting is that when it is fully incorporated in whatever way it will be incorporated into financial technology, it will be so far in the background people won't even know it's there. It's completely and totally boring. That's the best kind, right? Absolutely. Which you don't
0: know. No, exactly. All right, rapid fire. We're down to the last minute. So I'm going to ask you questions. You just ping right off the top of your head and riff. Okay, no wrong answer unless I say it's a wrong answer. Okay, where do you live?
1: Uh, I live in Dallas, in the Dallas area.
0: Uh, Cowboys fan? Not at all. Good answer. All right, (laughs) so we already like him a whole bunch. What's the last book
1: you read? Uh, the last book I read was, uh, gosh, I don't know. I think actually, oh, that's really sad. I think it was one of the Game of Thrones books. Oh, it was, it was the fifth, and it was horrible.
0: Oh, that's why I forgot it. Sorry, folks, spoiler. Um, what entrepreneur would you most like to meet?
1: Entrepreneur Mark Andreessen. Wow. Um, he is, I, I've seen him speak many times. I've never actually had a chance to meet him. Um, he mm-hmm. comes across as both uh, very, very smart and funny and funny is one of the things I really appreciate. All right,
0: and where can we learn more about your work at IDC? Uh,
1: IDC.com, uh, we have a Financial Insights, which I'm on. We actually have our own community blog there. or Follow me on Twitter, Tip. Yeah, you should follow him on Twitter, folks. He's a great one. All
0: right, uh, thank you for the time.